in him to dwell. For I know whatever befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. For I know whatever befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. All the way my Savior leads me, Cheers each winding path I tread, Gives me grace for every trial, Feeds me with the living bread. Though my weary steps may falter, And my soul a thirst may be, Gushing from the rock before me, Lo, a spring of joy I see, Gushing from the rock before me, Lo, a spring of joy I see. All the way my Savior leads me, Oh, the fullness of His love, Perfect rest for every promise In my Father's house above When my spirit clothed immortal Wings its flight to realms of day This my song through endless ages Jesus led me all the way This my song through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way. Welcome everybody to the services this morning, or this evening. Once again, we're thankful, just a minute, people coming in. (laughs) All right. Okay, we're thankful for uh, everybody being here. We have a lot of sickness. We have surgeries coming up. Um... Renee will be operated on in the morning, so pray for her, and um, uh, so we just need to remember one another in our prayers. This is Mother's Day, I forgot to mention it this morning, and um, we do, um, of course, uh, we're thankful for our mothers, and um, uh, we respect them, and, and, and all of that, so... Just be sure and remember that, and I'm sorry I I forgot to mention it this morning, and I forgot to mention Renee's surgery tomorrow, so uh, I want to make sure that I get both of those announcements in, and uh, be sure and pray for for Renee tomorrow. Okay, Um, our regular services, Wednesday at 7 o'clock, Sunday at 10 and 7, and our fellowship meeting is going to be... I think 
It'll be June the 1st. No. It'll be June the 7th. Hmm? Huh? June the 7th. First is on Sunday. So the 7th is the first Saturday. Okay. So I think we, I haven't called him yet, but I think we voted to have Pete Horn to preach at this next fellowship meeting. So I'll give him a call uh, later this evening. All right. Um, be sure and pray for, uh, well, Renee and Sandra are both not well. And Renee has surgery tomorrow, so pray for her. And uh, just pray much for all of us in the various sicknesses that we have. All right, open your Bibles to the book of Leviticus chapter 19. Leviticus chapter 19, and we're going to read verse 18 as our text. Leviticus 19 and 18. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the opportunity of being here today. Speak to us and teach us through thy word. May thy will be done. Lead, guide, and direct us. Bless in the church and help us to grow spiritually and physically. For it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Leviticus 19 and verse 18. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. The message is uh, entitled The Golden Rule. The other day, I don't remember where it was or who it was, but we were talking to someone and they said something about the Golden Rule. We got to talking about it. The Golden Rule is a message that... Uh, well, it's preached quite often, I'm sure. But it's a message that um, God has given to His people. He, he gave them in the book of Leviticus a bunch of laws and rules to abide by. In the one before this verse that we read for our text, He says, Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. And then he said, Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. He gave a, a lot of rules in the book of Leviticus. And uh, sample uh, another sample, verse 12 Ye shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. And if you'll notice that no matter just about where you go in the world today, there's people all the time that takes the Lord's name in vain. They just um, uh, just constantly uh, saying things that uh, takes the Lord's name in vain. And so... Uh, God knew how what people would do and all that. So we, when he put in his rules uh, for us, 
as he did here, in, especially in this 19, 19th chapter of Leviticus. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, just about every verse, or one or two verses possibly, some of them, but they are rules and laws that God has given to his people. And the one that we read tonight uh, is what we call the golden rule. Uh, uh, The golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And uh, that's that's more or less based on what uh, this verse says. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. Don't avenge or bear grudge against people. Just love your neighbor as yourself. One of the things that people do is always constantly um, uh, think about uh, what someone has done. And um, uh, the, the rule, the golden rule that we talk about so much is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, the Bible teaches us about things like that. And in this verse it says not to have revenge or vengeance. It's awfully easy. Uh, the first thing that comes to most anybody's thought when something happens, when somebody does something, is say, well, I'll get even. Or I'll do worse, or something along that line. And this is what God is saying that it isn't what we're supposed to do. We don't get even. We don't um, uh, do uh, something worse when someone does something to us. That's that's what um, uh, the, our text is saying. Thou shalt not avenge or bear grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. That's revenge. Uh, Don't revenge or don't try to bring vengeance on people. Don't say, I will do as you have done. In the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 29 Proverbs 24 and verse 29 says, Say not, I will do so to him as he hath done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. He says, Don't say that. Don't think that. Don't uh, think in your mind, Well, he did this to me, I'll, I'll get even, I'll do worse. Or I will do as he's done. No, God says, Say not, I will do so to him as he hath done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. No, don't say that. Um, Again, in Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12 and verses 17 through 19. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Um, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. 
when you're when you're ready and easy to get uh, uh, mad and and uh, decide, well, you I'll get even. That's what God says not to do. Someone told me one time a long time ago, and I don't know why they said that. They said you lost your temper. I said no, I didn't lose my temper. I still have it. It's right there. I have it all the time. So I didn't lose my temper. That's a, that's a miss miss somer or nomer, whatever you want to call it, uh, to say someone lost their temper, and especially when they said it about me, because I still have it, and uh, uh, I may uh, I may at times lose control of it, but uh, but I don't don't ever lose it. I still have it. Do not recompense evil for evil, as we read here in Romans 12, 17 through 19. Don't, because somebody does something to us, don't determine, I'll, I'll get even, I'll do what they do, or worse. First uh, Thessalonians five fifteen says this. First Thessalonians five fifteen. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Don't um, don't do what they do, and so on. Don't, do not render evil for evil. Uh, and... In First uh, Peter chapter three and verse nine, he says this. First Peter chapter three and verse nine, he says, "Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrariwise, blessing. When someone does evil to you, do good to them, knowing that ye are thereunto called that ye should inherit a blessing." Don't render evil for evil. Rather, instead, uh, render good for evil. But contrarywise, don't render evil for evil, or railing for railing, but contrarywise, blessing. Render blessing. Uh, Do something good for them instead of doing something to harm them. It's the nature, it's our inward nature, the nature of sin in which we were born that makes us say, all right, I'll get even and um, I'll do worse and so on and so forth. That's not what God says. God tells us to do just the opposite. Christ is our example. In the book of First Peter, chapter 2, verses 21 um, through 24, Says, for even here unto were even here unto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth uh, rightly. Who is his own self, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Where did it live as Christ did? 
he never sinned. Uh, he he ha- had no sin in him whatsoever. He took our sins and died for us. So we are to um, we're to follow Christ as our example. When he was reviled, he doesn't revile back. When people said things bad to him, he doesn't say things bad to them or try to say worse. He didn't. When he suffered, he did not threaten. But he totally turned himself over to that which is righteous and good. And that's what we're supposed to do. That's how we're supposed to to um, uh, render our life uh, to do good in exchange for evil. He's our example in the book of Luke, chapter 9. Luke, chapter 9, and um, verse 54 and 56. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of, for the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Said uh, the example that we have. Said when they they asked for revenge, he said no. Instead, tell them about the Savior. He said our job is to to be there, to uh, to teach them about the things of God. He says the Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. When people do something to you, do something good to them. And um, and told, tell them and talk to them about the Lord. In fact, the Bible says that when we do um, revenge ourselves about things, God punishes. In the book of Ezekiel, in the book of Ezekiel, uh, Chapter 25. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 25. And my mind has gone totally blank. Just a minute now. I'll find it. And I just looked at it a while ago. Okay. Ezekiel 25 and verses 15 through 17. Thus saith the Lord God, because the Philistines have dealt by revenge, have taken vengeance with a despiteful heart to destroy it for the old hatred. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will stretch out mine hand upon the Philistines, and I will cut off the... uh, Cherethims and destroy the remnant of the east coast. And I will execute great vengeance upon them with furious rebukes. 
and they shall know that I am the Lord when I shall lay my vengeance upon them. God punishes and takes care of the situations. In the book of Amos, Amos chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. Amos 1, 11 and 12. Thus saith the Lord, For three transgressions of Edom, and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because he did pursue his brother with the sword, did cast off all pity, and his anger did tear perpetually, and he kept his wrath forever. But I would send a fire upon Teman, which shall devour the palaces of Basra. God says that he uh, will uh, bring revenge. God punishes. We're not to do so. Our job is to is to uh, return good for evil. We're not to give in to our nature, which says, you hit me and I'll hit back, you know, and that sort of thing. But we're to... Uh, to do do unto all men good. We're to do good to all men. In the book of Galatians, chapter 6. Galatians, chapter 6, and verse 10. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith, especially to our brothers and sisters, but do good unto all men, to all people. You do good to them. In First John chapter 3 and verse 7, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Uh, but I wanted to read... 1 John 3, 7, that's good. That's, I don't know where I got this verse. 1 John three seventeen is what I wanted. 1 John three seventeen. couldn't read my writing. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? God says, if you can't, if you shut up your bowels of compassion... Uh, against someone that does you harm and so on, then how do you expect the love of God to be in you? The love of God, well, just think about the love of God. He loved us, even though we didn't deserve His love. He loved us. And He, Christ died for us, and God the Father chose us to be his 
So um, we says don't uh, don't shut up your bowels of compassion from someone that has need because if you do the love of God doesn't dwell in you the love of God is that he takes sinners such as we were and makes us his children and all the people that are yet to be saved are people who are sin sinners sin against God and yet they will be saved by the grace of God. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 16. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 16 says this, But to do good and to communicate forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. God is well pleased. Do good. To do good and to communicate, forget not. Don't forget to do good because God is well pleased when we do. You know, part of the problems that people have is that we're too prone and too ready and willing to judge others. Romans chapter 2 Romans chapter 2 and verse 1 says, Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest. For wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. For thou that judgest doest the same things. God says we're prone to do things. We may not do the exact same thing that they do, but we do things similar. And we're just as guilty. And when we're ready... When we're ready to uh, condemn, uh, to judge others, then we're condemning ourselves. Because God says, Wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. For thou that judgest doeth the same things. We're not here to judge others. We're here to tell them of the hope that is here for them. The hope of a Savior, the hope of eternal life. John chapter 8 and verse 7. John chapter 8 and verse 7 says, So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast the stone at her. Now what happened was, The scribes and Pharisees brought a woman to Christ. It says in verse 3, The scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now the law of Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. What sayest thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down with his finger, wrote on the ground, as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, 
let him first cast a stone at her. He said, if you're the, the one of you that's perfect, that has no sin within you, you throw the first stone. I was talking to someone several years ago. We were talking about this verse where it said that Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. And someone said, what do you think he wrote on the ground? And I said, I have no idea and God doesn't want us to know or he would have told us. But I said, well, I'll tell you what I think he did. And this is just strictly what I think. I don't know. But I think that he wrote the names of each one that was there that brought the woman and after them something that they had done that was just as bad or something like that. And um, and after he uh, did that, he looked up at them and said, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at him. You be the first one to throw the stone. And of course, nobody would dare pick up the stone first because they knew that they were sinners and probably they he reminded them in some way or another that they were sinners. When without sin you can cast the first stone. But we don't we, we're not without sin. And then he said to the woman and um uh, when he again stooped down wrote on the ground and they which heard it being convicted this verse 9 here they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning at the eldest even unto the last and Jesus was left alone and a woman standing in the midst and Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman he said unto her woman where are those thine accusers hath no man condemned thee she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. The whole idea that he was pointing out here is that um, that you don't... Uh, the only one that's able to cast a stone at someone else who is someone who has not sinned himself. That means that none of us would ever be able to cast a stone, to condemn, to find fault with others, because we ourselves are just as guilty as they are. The whole idea is not to be so quick to find fault with others, because we're just as guilty. Matthew chapter uh, 7 says this. Matthew chapter 7 and verses 1 through 5. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou thy, the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to, the brother, to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, then shalt thou see clearly cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. You're, it's easy to find 
fault with other people and not to see that we're just as guilty in many ways. But everything that we do in, in our life about, with, about people is told to us in verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 6. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become... I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, and the word charity is the Greek word for love, have not love, I am nothing. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity or love, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things goes on to say, charity never faileth. Charity never fails. Love never fails. Love never fails. All things that we do should be done in love. Love for the person, love for others around about, and uh, love not to condemn, but to help the person, to guide them in the ways that they should go. And then we're told in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and verses 3 through 5, But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self, for I know nothing by myself. Yet am I not hereby justified, but he that judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who doth, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, will make manifest the counsels of the heart, and then shall every man have praise of God. Remember, God will bring all things to light at the day of judgment. Our job is to do good, to help others, and not to, to find fault and to uh, complain about the things that others do. The golden rule then, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Someone said, misquoted it and said the golden rule is do unto others before they do unto you. That's not what God says. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's the golden rule and that's what God says rather than to uh, to try to uh, point out the, the problems and troubles of everybody else. Just do what you can to help and to guide them and be before them a witness of the Lord in your life. Many ways that we can 
we can uh, serve God with other people, but the way is not to condemn them. It's to tell them of the right things or the things of the Lord, tell them of the need of a Savior, but don't be uh, ready to judge others in things that they do. That's what the, the Word of God teaches us and how we should live and serve Him. Shall we stand to be dismissed?